I guess we're live. It is July 18th, 2020. Um, and yeah, we're still uh, in the middle of this COVID crisis um, that is making people absolutely lose their minds. I feel like I am in, I'm like living in an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. Or the Ghostbusters or something like that. Like, like everything is backwards and upside down and inside out. And 2016 Ghostbusters. I can't navigate it. Like, how do you know who's the bad person when they keep changing or they keep moving the line? You know what I mean? Like, they were bad yesterday, and then today they decided they're, they're not. Like, the left is the right, the right is the left. Mm-hmm. Conservatives are liberals, liberals are conservatives. Republicans are Democrats, Democrats are Republicans. I don't know. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Everything's happening. Yeah. And in the midst of all of that, the American people are kind of sitting here going, hey, man, you know, uh... We need some help. We need our government to do what we appointed them to do. Um, You know, they're supposed to be our leaders. And so far, they're all hands off because it's all political. And that's a problem because (laughs) politics are people. Without people, you have no politics. So if you're not helping us out, if you're not doing anything to make our, like, Right now, our trial through this virus easier than you're not. I don't know what we have you here for, really. So there's there's that. Yeah, I don't I don't really know that they're bringing any value at this point. Um, and I mean, like I said, I get it because it's political and you don't want to piss off your base. But <laughs> it's no different than people going, oh, well, we should shut everything down because apparently they don't seem to think that there's going to be a country after this virus and there's not going to be an economy after this virus. And you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I get it. This virus is like, I shouldn't say this virus. You know, I'm 44 and I don't ever remember going through something like this before. But I'm willing to bet you that if you looked up the facts, this is probably like one of like 12 different pandemics we've been through that nobody's ever heard about. Or cared about. Or cared about. Yeah, because remember when Ebola was a big thing in like the 90s? You remember that, right? Oh, yeah. Ebola was huge, right? Um, Everyone's worried about their face melting off. All right. What was that movie? Uh, Outbreak, Uh, right? Outbreak. Yeah. Yeah, Right? That was done right around that time, right? Yeah, right. It was trying to get on that whole Ebola thing, right? But nobody really seemed to care because why? Well, it was happening in Africa and that's not the U.S. So why should we care about what's happening over there? It doesn't matter, though. You know what I'm saying? It's the same concept. H1N1. Hantavirus, tuberculosis, um, tuberculosis AIDS, been around forever. Um, AIDS. Um, HIV. It's, the list oh goes God. on and on when it comes yeah. to diseases. Just the regular flu itself kills a lot of people every year. And we don't. We've never reacted this way to anything ever. Right. Yeah. So you have to. There. There has to be a part of you that goes, "Okay, what is this about? Why are we freaking out? Why is this?" You know, why are we, why is the country ground to a halt over this particular issue when we've never done it in the past? And this is all of, you know, this is not new to us. Pandemics happen all the time. Right. 
you know. the speed of the news and well we don't even have news anymore but social media right makes you but wonder social media is the news well right and with everyone with cameras in their pockets and all that jazz makes you wonder you know is that is it that there's actually a lot more going on that we just were not aware of or is it that um the little that is actually going on is getting enhanced in ways that makes it seem bigger than it really is and i don't know that we have a way of knowing the difference and that's a that's a problem yeah i don't think that we do i there's you know i was just thinking about this and i was like there's there's upsides and downsides to our technological advancement and you know the upsides obviously is that we're connecting on a level we've never been able to connect before but the downside is is that misinformation gets passed at the speed of light right and it takes hold in a way that it never took hold before well people love a good story ultimately you know and, and the regular truth is usually pretty damn boring so people invent all kinds of fiction around it to make it entertaining sure but i i feel like I feel like now we're, I feel like we're, we almost gravitate towards it more than we ever did in the past. Yeah. It's like we, it's like we want bad things to happen because when the, the country is relatively running smoothly, people are not, it's weird. It's like yeah. people aren't happy unless yeah, there's boring. something going on. Yeah. They need drama. They yeah. invent drama. This is, you know, idle hands, right? So if there's no, that's a problem that uh, you've got it so good compared to 50, 75 years ago, that we're literally inventing stupid things to fight about just so that we, you know, especially the younger people, because they've got no war. They've got no war. They've got no civil rights movement, really. They've got nothing to fight. Nothing really. So then they're picking, they're like picking the bones dry. Well, it's like they've got nothing to fight that's beyond themselves other than life. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you're going to run into battles on a life basis, right? Mm-hmm. But generally, most of those battles don't come until you're like in your 30s or 40s, right? Like mm-hmm. when you think about it, like when we were in our 20s, we had battles. It was different. But you know what I mean? Like it was, you didn't have major battles. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like they're, <laughs> it's this weird kind of like idea that I guess you don't feel like you matter unless you're taking on some mantle of huge social change and you're kind of like, uh, but you don't even know how to boil an egg. You know what I mean? You're eating Thai pots. Right. So I'm kind of like, you know, once again, I'm kind of like, I don't like to, I don't like the young people trying to tell me, you know, right. what's up and what I should do. And like I said, age breeds a certain, it's not wisdom, it's experience. Yeah. You can't, you can't understand what I've been through because you're, 18 or 20 or whatever it is yeah and even if you're a black person and i'm a black person and you're 20 you still won't get it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right um because like i said you just have to you have to be here for a bit you got to go through some shit literally you know Um, some real shit yeah some real shit i don't mean Oh, having a, a paper you're supposed to turn in and, you know, you're, you're studying the day of. That's not the real shit. You know what I mean? Right. I'm talking some real shit. And I have not even been through, like, there's other people that I'm sure that have been through real shit than I have. Oh, it's always. But still. You it's know. always somebody out there who's got it worse, man. Always. Right. But my thing is, is that I'm not trying to preach to those people that have it worse, trying to tell them, hey, look, you have no reason to be angry. Like, you have absolutely no reason to be angry. You know? Yeah. So... 
I don't know. This this country is it's scaring me. The, only because it it seems so apparent. Well, what scares me? The problems the most, are so apparent. Yeah. Well, what scares me the most is how quickly and how easily everything unravels. You know that it, it just took one, and you know this pandemic's not a big deal. I mean, mathematically, when you start looking at the facts, you start looking at how um, the mortality rates and all of that jazz is just not there. It's not warranted. But it just took the media just a little push, and everything unravels. Because see, this is the politicians what? react to what they perceive the people are going to think. So they have to overreact because they perceive the people will. And right. they, they're worried about looking bad, you know, and being called uncaring and all of that. Yeah. So... They shut the base. They, yeah, they shut everything down I because they're worried about votes. That's right. their job. They're reacting the way you should expect them to react. It's unfortunate because what you need in moments like that is real leadership. Right. You need somebody that's going to say, you know what, this is going to be unpopular, but I need to do the right thing. Well, some people just you don't know, know what's um, the best for themselves, and you have to take that decision yeah, out of their hands occasionally. Especially, you know, I... You say, I get it. I mean, I, I guess I get it from a primal, non-thinking point of view. It's like, yeah, I'm worried about my kid's safety, blah, blah, blah. And the scary news people are telling me that this is scary. And so I'm going to be scared because they told me to be scared. I'm not going to do any thinking on it because I, I don't want to be wrong. What if I'm wrong? What if I'm wrong and my kid gets sick? Well, here's the thing. It's and not, they it's, die. Yeah, that's the you thing. Know? That's the ultimate thing. That's the reason why they have a foothold. I hate to say it, but if the coronavirus didn't kill you, it would not be spreading as fast. as It, it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be that big a deal. But the are, thing is right. that a lot of things kill you. And the problem is, again, that you've now allowed somebody very easily, and this is what bugs me about it, very easily run run you know run all over your life been, yeah rough shot all over your entire life you don't know whether what they're telling you is true or not you don't know in well, fact most people know that the news is bullshit but they just they're so easily manipulated through fear that they would actually knee jerk like that and just go with the flow and you know you sound like an uncaring person it's like this not that man there's a lot at stake it's a big deal well, you know, it's, it's, it goes beyond just the virus. It goes to our entire society is in danger because, you know, a couple people, these organizations are owned by like three or four companies. That's it. All of the news organizations. So all of this power is in the hands of too few people. And they just did like a little test here. And then and now they know that they can manipulate our entire society. Well, what's scary is, is that people just, uh, you know, I... <sighs> The ability to think for ourselves fell away somewhere, and I don't know uh, where it, melted, it fell away. Like it vanished. It was a veneer. It was I, like fake. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I wouldn't say it's fake. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like like I said, I. that's why I feel like I'm going crazy, like I'm taking crazy pills or something like that, because I could have sworn, maybe it's me, maybe I'm thinking of an Apple commercial or something, but I could have <laughs> sworn that this country was built on different like fundamentally, that's what they Make were all about. You know what I mean? It, you know what I mean? Uh, it was a certain like, level of independent thought. Yes. Right. It was kind of like you know what? Okay, we looked at all of the other, the, all of the other governments, right? And mm. none of them all work. And so we're gonna branch out on our own, and we're gonna pump, right? Mm -hmm. Singular singularity, basically. We're gonna individualism. Pump individualism, yeah. right? That's what our country foundation is on. And yet, if you don't fall in line, if you don't lockstep with the majority of people, you are 
ousted, you are right. You You're can lose your job. Asshole. You can literally lose your livelihood because you disagree on a point. Right. And or you know that we're all supposed to conform, and that uh, you know it's not it's not an acceptable answer that some people may want to live their life differently than others. We've we've slipped into this weird imagined place that doesn't exist whereby everybody you know everything you do is so impactful to the people around you that you could be a murderer by virtue of not wearing a mask yeah, see, no, it's like ridiculous right. see, my problem with this whole thing with the coronavirus because you were saying this earlier my problem with this whole coronavirus isn't the fact that this virus exists and that it could kill people that's not my problem with it my problem with it is is that the media gives certain preferential treatment to certain events when it deems it necessary right okay like protesting be- exactly because like Dude, if you go through and you just look online, I'm sure you're going to find in this year alone, I don't know how many pandemics have happened, but none of them got any coverage. Why? Because, well, the media didn't need it at that time. They already had plenty of other stuff to get them clicks and everything, but then they ran out of stuff. Well, they needed something close enough to the election. Yeah. Definitely. Something on a major note, because this affects everybody. It's not like... They centralized def- in a It definitely state. helps the cause since the majority of them are owned by liberal organizations, not all, but the majority, that, uh, you know, anything that can derail our economy, because, you know, there's a pattern to how people vote. This is easy to look up. You know, people who are hardcore Democrat vote Democrat. You could slap the, the Democrat logo on a pickle and they would vote for it. Uh, the hardcore Republicans vote Republican. Same problem, different different color. But all the people in the middle are generally regular people. They're not extremists. They barely pay attention to this sort of stuff. They have normal lives to live. And they may vote one party or the other. They're independent. Right. It all depends. Um, For those people that are in the middle, more, it all depends on what that particular person's running, what platform they're running on. Right. And they go, oh, well, that's something I'm really Who they like. About. They vote for who they like. Sometimes. And if especially on an incumbent. Mm-hmm. So somebody who is running for a second time, they're right. really going to be interested in the economics tends to be the number one thing. Oh, so of course. if the economy is taking a shit, then the guy in charge or gal in charge hasn't happened yet, but it will um, is going to get ousted. And that's what happened to Bush, the older Bush. Um, he was a one termer guy because there was a recession just as it has his, uh, you know, as he was running for reelection. Um, and so the, it's Wait, a pattern. Papa Bush was only in for one term. I yeah, no one that. term. Yeah. Wow. That I think it was the bad economy along with Ross Perot, basically. Right? Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Perot pulled a few votes away from because you know these things are pretty fifty-fifty these days. So they've been that way for a couple, few decades now. They, you know, fifty-two forty-eight. You know, yeah, that's a, that's it's a, been pretty even. Yeah, that's like close. a one percent swing. I mean, ever you know? since Obama, basically, ever since well, Obama. prior to that is what I'm saying. All the way back to Reagan. It's been well, that way. but Obama wasn't that close, was it? Oh yeah. Was yeah. it really? Yeah, that's considered a landslide like now. A landslide. Yeah, that's, that's really considered scary. a landslide to win fifty-two forty-eight. It's a landslide. Well, that's not a landslide. That's actually closer than you think it is. Oh yeah, it's real close. Which is scary it's considering crazy. he's the first black president. Well, look at Florida. Florida has been decided by like a few thousand votes for the last few but elections. It's not that. It's just that. See, now here's the thing that I'm saying though, because we keep talking about the media, right? So if yeah. you pay attention to the media, especially when Obama was running, mm-hmm. or I should say running, but when he won. Right. right, you would have thought it was a landslide because of the way the media portrayed it. But then, when you yeah. look at the numbers, it's, it's really actually much closer than you thought. I remember that yeah. race, and I remember going. I remember when they first started going. You know what? 
Mitt Romney has a chance because he's not actually sounding bad at first. Uh, you mean his re-election bid? Yeah, against right, Romney. Right. Right. I, don't, I don't mean the first time. I'm talking about the second time, right? But right. And then it fell apart, obviously. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that you know everybody—it's crazy how when you think about history, you remember it totally different. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with the media because of the way they portray it. So most people it. look at yeah, most people oh, look at Obama's thing. They're and go, getting, oh man, he won. With every Dude, passing year, like wait, no. <laughs> with, with every passing year, the media is getting better and better and better at understanding how to manipulate these new platforms, in particular, social media and whatnot. They're getting better and better at. Uh, you know, figuring out how to manipulate the population. See, the media originally, for all you youngins out there who might be listening, you know, prior to the 80s, the media really served a public service purpose. It was, yeah. it's written into the Constitution um, essentially to be protected because they understood it was a form of check and balance against the government. So the people had a way to uh, get real information that wasn't propagandized by government agents. That was the idea, so that, you know, there's this body out there that could do journalism, that could keep tabs on our politicians, and the politicians could not pass laws to stifle them in any kind of way, so that we could keep an eye on them. Right, but then the way they got around that, obviously. Yeah, and then the 80s had changed because the rules changed under Reagan, and Fox News comes into, into existence, and they said, hey, let's stop this whole fact thing. That's really boring. You know, let's do propaganda. Let's turn this into a well, machine. We're going to make it entertainment, and yeah. you know, I wouldn't have a problem with that, except for the entertainment that they're doing actually influences votes. It actually swings well, the entire fucking country. Because they're still selling it as if it's not entertainment. Yeah, you know, they well, still got people thinking, "Well, this is where I get my my check and balance data and information against the government." When it's not, it's nothing like that. It's well, just entertainment. It's just. TMZ right. called news. Right, but you know, part of that though, I hate to say it, but part of that, I mean, so there's some of that that I obviously blame the media on, but some of that is like a cr- thinking, critical thinking skills. I don't know what happened to that <laughs> in in like the hu- human species, but we don't have it anymore. Well, I'll you know, say. just because you hear something yeah. on the media doesn't mean you should 100% believe it on face value. You do your research, you find right. out whether or not there's, there's some sources. You don't just Believe it off. There's this. There's the two part. There's two parts to understanding things. Okay. There's the gathering of information, and then there's the analysis and synthesis of that information. That's the process of learning something. Right. That's extremely important because that's where your wisdom comes from. That's where you really truly understand things, and 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 where the most value could possibly come. Though they do a terrible job in education. The problem with our current world is we have ready tap information. Like, you know, just go to Google. Yeah. You, you want to know something? Somebody out there has all, it's like everything is cliff notes, it's baby. Instant. Everything's cliff notes. So the young people in particular don't even know how to analyze or synthesize information. They're it's not raw data. We are getting yeah. so much raw data. That, that process, it's a process uh, of putting information together and, com- you know, constructing an understanding of it. We it's have to where construct you, the story, the narrative. You have to understand right. how that's Skip all of that and skip to the ending of the book, basically. Right. And so what happens then, that's a check and balance against false information. Because if you go through that process and really understand it, 
you it's you greatly increase the likelihood of you being able to detect when someone's feeding you baloney or when there's missing information. If you skip to the end, all you've done is skip to somebody else's conclusion and you don't know whether or not that information's baloney anymore because well, you skipped all the steps in between. And not just whether or not that information is baloney, but whether or not that information leads to that conclusion because the information right. doesn't necessarily you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Lead to that conclusion. Information is raw data. You have to decipher it. You know what I mean? And right. if you skip to the end, you're not deciphering Plus, it. You're letting them decipher it, and right. then they're telling you their opinion of it. Plus, through, so. by going through that process, you also obtain a certain level of ownership of what it is that you now know and what it is that you come to believe. If you just skip to the end and are force-fed the information off of Google, you don't have any ownership of it. Now, that may, sounds like a good thing, but it's not. It's a bad thing. I mean, it, it's good from the standpoint of now you're not responsible. You could always blame somebody else if they told you a bunch of uh, porky pies. But, you know, um, the problem is you're just a drone. You're a bobblehead for somebody else's idea. You, you don't have any ideas of your own anymore. And that's, that's when you go to, when I was in college and we spent all this time reading these crazy books that I didn't care about, you know that was part, that was the reason that we did all of that. It wasn't, you know, you could go buy the Cliff Notes if you wanted to, but you would lose out on that opportunity. The real opportunity came from going through the process of actually reading the books and understanding right. what the author was saying and doing the comparisons to other things you were learning about. And that whole thing, that right. whole process. Well, the teacher doesn't want to know. You know. Like, the teacher doesn't want you to recite what happened in the book, right? right? They want you to understand. They want you to know why these right. things happened in the book. And that's that's more important, or as important, I will say, as the event itself. Okay. Because if you don't understand how those events happened, how that came to be, then you, like, you, really you know, we say... understand it at all. Well, you not only do you not understand it at all, but you are destined, doomed to repeat them. Because how do you not... If you don't see your mistake, if you don't see the hole there, then how do you not fall in it when you're walking along? You know right. what I mean? You have to be looking for it, or you have to see it. So it's you know, and there's all these psychological things that we've come to understand about people. So you know, there's the conformist. There's that uh, was it Mil, uh, Milgram's experiments and all that kind of stuff where people were shocking other people. You know, I'm just um, listening to this uh, audio book about called Ordinary Men, where they're talking about how. How it was that regular police guys working for the Nazis can turn into mass murderers, you know, and in the, the process, they're just regular dudes. They weren't indoctrinated or brainwashed. They weren't, they weren't, uh, you know, Jew haters by by nature or any of that. They they literally because they were in a system and they're surrounded by other people. There's there's that the desire for people to fit and conform within a, a group that's so strong that could actually get people to do things that they themselves know is wrong. Right. And then they, you know, eventually they develop things like PTSD. This happens to soldiers all the time, right? Right. Because they've done things that they've never thought they would have been able to do that under normal circumstances alone, allowed to decide on their own, they would never have done. Right. But because they're in a structure and they're in a situation peer, you know, in a situation there's peer pressure there's all of that stuff that will literally fucking kill people right that they would shoot a child it's the cognitive it's, it's the cognitive dissonance but that you know when you get in something like twitter or facebook these social network platforms it's a digital version of that well you know? yeah 
the problem is is that Pick you know like side. i said it's the upside <laughs> and the downside of the internet the the great thing about the internet is that it's been able to connect us in a way heretofore never been you know right. possible in history yeah. But the downside is, is that it's also given a platform for every hate spewing, misinformed, you know, and all, well, the, misanthrope out right. there. Yeah, and so, all those things are entertaining stories. The most entertaining stories are extreme stories. Oh, oh sure. You know, no one wants to watch the show of the guy that just goes to work and does his job. Like, boring. Well, because it's a reflection you know? of yourself. And why do you want to watch reflections no. of yourself? Exactly. People want to see either something better or worse than their current situation. Because it either makes them feel better about themselves or gives them something to attain to. Right. So, I, I totally understand that, but my problem is, well, well, I guess my problem is that, it's, it's, is that. It's like a drug, but now, you know, so if, you know, if well, you drink. Stuff, it's hyper-reality. We're yeah. chasing after stuff that is unattainable. Right. It's impossible. And it's made that way. It's, the it, media makes it that way. Yeah, it's, it's taken to a level where it's unhealthy. It's toxic. It's destroying yeah. our culture and our species when, and here so. and so if you look at let's say something like michael floyd right because that's a big deal too right now what the hell what the george hell do you, floyd, george floyd. floyd sorry oh my god i'm gonna get torched for that <laughs> um we'll have to edit that out i don't we know will. oh my god so if you look at something like george floyd you don't know what you look like yeah. <laughs> i'm a boy i'm a sexy voice um <laughs> Uh, so if you look at something like George Floyd, I mean, you you got like three groups of people I think that react to that. There's two groups that take like extreme ends of that spectrum. Right. Right. There's the oh my god, cops are Nazis in blue uniform and they all need to get right. you know, punked. Then there's the other side which is like cops are heroes and you know all the people that say otherwise are terrible people right it's like you have the uber liberals and the uber conservatives right and then there's the people i think that you and i would fall into which kind of like i i kind of question what's going on here i don't really know what i'm seeing in the sense that in that moment i know what i'm seeing but in terms of like whether or not there's a what is the deep problem here or is there one is this a result of people just in other words, like I was saying before, is this a situation where this has been going on this whole time and we just didn't know, and now we know because people have phones, or is this a situation where, well, we're seeing this, but it's getting, you know, um, turned, you know, handed into the media and exaggerated and blown out of proportion um, as a reaction because of social media, and it's a weird. It's likely a combination of both, but. It leaves you in a weird space if you really want to think about it objectively and not, you know, act emotionally because you're like, I don't know what exactly to do with this information. Well, it's not, it's not that. You know? I mean, I, I here's the thing. So, the problem that I have with this whole thing is that I don't. Hmm, how to put it? So there's, there's a point. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I don't know how to feel about it. I don't like the fact that I'm, I feel like I'm trying to be pushed in a certain way, depending on what it is you look at. You know, Mm -hmm. they've given us the raw facts, right? So we see what has happened. Well, I should say the raw facts. We know what George, we know George Floyd. We know that case, right? They're not making up what happened in there. We all know know that by now. There's certain elements that are raw facts. The guy died. Um, well, we know the amount of cops that were involved. Yep. We know how long they were laying on his neck. We know who was doing that. We know all, like, why they even a- approached right. him the first. We know all of that, right? Yep. So, my, my problem with this whole 
process is, is that I, I can determine what I feel about that. I don't need you to tell me how to feel or where I should be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's my problem with it is that I don't want to be. You feel like, well, you, you're concerned. <laughs> I have this concern, too, that pushed it that we're way. being manipulated in right, a certain that's way. What I mean. and the, and that the media is spinning one story. And it again, because they're primarily liberal, liberal they're going to go along with the side of, like let's say, the Black Lives Matter crowd. What's clickbait? Yeah. So well, and that's the thing, and that's the yeah. People think, well, they're politically motivated. Yes, yeah, sort of. But what it is is they pick their audience and they're selling a product. Okay. Right. So their political they, motivations. They really care about money more than anything. Right. Else. I was going to say their political the, their political motivations side with whatever paycheck they're getting from. That's yeah. really all it is. And so Fox says we'll take the conservative crowd and we'll feed them the the garbage they want that we can get clicks from, and then everyone else basically pick the other side. Um, and that happened naturally because one site started and then everyone else jumped, said, oh, well, then we'll take the other market because it's not taken. So right. we'll take the liberal crowd because we can do the same thing and make money off of that. But really, ultimately, their their motivation is, is clicks and bullshit. Well, right. I mean, the um, only reason why Fox took the position it took was because the other side was so overcrowded that they knew they couldn't make any money. How do you stand out in a side in in right. a market that's flooded, basically? So yeah. they had to be the the lone voice on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically. Yeah, it's complicated, but you know, um, but for people like us who actually question this stuff and don't don't you know, hook, line, and sinker on any of this crap. You know, we want to understand it. I mean, we have also been around a little longer oh, right. uh, than a lot of the young, not as long as some, <laughs> longer than others. We're right in the middle, right? Um, well, I think so we've seen some shit. We've seen some shit change in right. our lifetime. Uh, we've seen, you know, interracial relationships uh, in terms of their relationship with broader society really shift in the last, I'd say, 20, 25 years. Uh, going from being really fringe, to, you know, even having its own fringe porn category to <laughs> consider, you know, right. uh, to, to, to like every freaking commercial on the air now is an interracial couple. Well, like not just being the norm, but it's, it's like being, it's, it's almost like hyper commercialized now. Well, what it reminds me of is like, so when we were younger, remember there was like every, and I shouldn't even say when we were younger, but this is true of every person I think mm -hmm. that's ever existed, really. You know, you, you get to a certain age in school and stuff like that. There's clicks, right? And there's things that you want to do and things you want to be right. a part of and belong to, right? Yep. And so interracial relationships, uh, to me, was kind of like that. It was like a fringe thing. It was almost yeah. like a... Our own version of goth. Yeah, it was like a... Yep. I don't want to say a click, but it was... Or a, what's the word? Um, like a trend? I mean, that's. I almost yeah. want to say a trend. You wanted to be like, edgy? Yeah, were, exactly. And, and here's the thing with that. Of course, I didn't do it for that reason. I know you didn't do it for that reason. <laughs> of course not. But, you know, because that was the attitude at the time, there's always that, you know, especially our parents probably looked at it as like a phase you know, like, the, oh, they're just doing that to rebel. Well, the funny and, thing is, is our like, parents probably looked at the same way that, that, like, um, their generation looked at, like, homosexuality. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it, right. To them, it's an aberration, so to speak. So, and I it's mean, not because it's bad. It's just because it's not... I'll certainly give common. it up to the generation yes. prior to us that did that because there was no clicks oh, yeah. for that. There was no, you know, there was no edginess. Yeah. They were doing it purely because they genuinely cared about one another and there was no other possible motivation because their lives were in danger for doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I that's, mean, we're not heroes. They're heroes. My grandmother got this from her family for yeah. dating my grandfather. 
for marrying and dating and and you know having children my grandfather she got disowned from her family yeah. you know it's a, that still happens today but it it's, does it's it, not back then it was like a guarantee like if you did that back then and you you basically oh, yeah. the, the score you're you're gonna have to live you, well you're in a uh, way that people didn't know or you're ostracized know. yeah yeah you knew that was coming and i know a lot of people seem to think that that's not that big of a deal but Nowadays. I hate to say it. That's because they stay at home I, and play video well, games all day. No, it's not even that. It's not being ostracized from your community. But I think people really, really don't understand how important. I don't mean necessarily family, but having a circle, like a, a group around you that you can depend on, how important that is. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're all kind of, ah, well, I don't care. I can just do it myself. Okay. Okay. Well, right, yeah. take that mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, but imagine being yourself. those people back then <laughs> and, and taking that risk. And not doing it because it's edgy or trendy or right. And they paved the way. They set the standards. But then it's got it got perverted. It got well, twisted. I don't I don't know how to put God it. God bless capitalism. I'll tell you what. You I know, it, I didn't it, eventually, all trends get gobbled up by the commercial engine and and turned into a commodity. And it happened. That's what Hot Topic was all about with the goth thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they turned it into a product. So to be nonconformist. You know, all of a sudden became the conformist thing to do, and everyone was buying black T-shirts. Uh, so they went through that phase, and now we're seeing that with you know interracial relationships and gay but relationships. You know, the and all funny thing was is that it wasn't that long ago. I literally remember not that long ago when the first Cheerios commercial yeah. aired with a You're mixed like, oh, couple. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, and I remember people flipping their lids yeah, over. I remember people banning Cheerios. Yeah. And I was like, are you? And, and now and we have commercials with two guys as oh, parents yeah. and two women. And you guys are worried about a man and a woman who are two different races. Like, yeah. really? A guy with like a missing arm. Like, you know, <laughs> come on. No. So, and on the one hand, I, I feel a little disgusted. It because, is disgusting. Because I, it's very clearly a company pandering to what they think is a, a movement in society to sell a product. So that's kind of gross. Well, it really is gross because it's it's you know that that's making light and making money off of something where traditionally in the past anyway people suffered quite a bit for that. Oh yeah. Um, they're, they're, you know, it's like turning Rosa Parks into into it's, you know Indep- Rosa Parks it's like chocolate take, chip cookies. Right. That's what I was gonna say. It's like here. if you turned it's like it's it's like if Rosa Parks was Aunt Jemima for the pancakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they got rid of Aunt Jemima and they brought in Rosa Parks. Exactly. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? Tone right. deaf. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Have a little respect, okay? Yeah. This is this is ridiculous. Even if if even if you want to go through the this classical internet conspiracy nutjob crap of trying to say, well, you know, she wasn't really a hero, and you know that seems to be a trend these days, right? All our heroes are really just regular people with flaws. It's like you, you, well, you're missing yeah, the point. Yeah, no, no, that's you true. Know? That is absolutely true. But the 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 problem is, is the fact that that's what you're pointing out means you don't understand it. Right. It's the point that anyone can be a hero. All heroes are just regular people. Oh, they all were with flaws. Who but on the, that day, did something heroic. That's it. Through a process, <laughs> eventually, you know, and only a handful um, become avatars for an idea. Right. So they, be, you know, Steve. We talked about this last time. Steve Jobs. You know, it was a fucking cocksucking dick. 
Yeah. You know, people who actually knew him know that he was a prick and he was pretty useless. Well, it's not even, um, you don't even have but, to know him. You just have to look at the facts. Right. He, you factually, know, his kids, and you can tell he was kind of a douche. Yeah, factually, he didn't do a whole lot himself. Right. Um, he was really good at selling himself. Mm-hmm. And he made a very specific point to be the front man. It wasn't an accident. All of it was very deliberate. But... By virtue of him doing that, he became the front man. He became Funny the, enough, the he lead just, singer, and you know he gets all the credit for the work of a whole lot of other people. He became an avatar for uh, technological innovation. I would say you know? he's probably one of the best market men in the business. Like th- that's yeah. truly what his skill was. It wasn't anybody yep. could have came up with the ideas that he came up with. Okay, and it was only a matter of time. Have. Right, yeah. it was only a matter of time. Realistically, I'm willing to bet you that if you actually like were in that seen during that time Mm -hmm. and you knew some people there was probably somebody that had that idea not too long either before or after steve jobs and just didn't have the the means to make it happen okay so it's not like he was some genius he's not for lack of a better term he's not elon musk okay yeah no i don't exactly right Right. elon musk is actually a whole different animal and elon musk deserves a hell of a lot more well he doesn't uh, just sit there and come up with ideas he's literally on the ground in the he's there's a meme I saw that said the difference between, uh, what was it, like a leader and a uh, boss right. is that a leader is actually down there with the workers pulling along right. with them, and a boss is just standing there with a whip, like yelling, right? Right. And Musk is that guy that's down there in the pit. You know, he's like, I, I must suffer right with you guys. You know well, Let me mean? put it to you this way. So, if he's not really that guy, he's done one hell of a job of selling the idea that he is. Well, know, sure. not, we don't work at Tesla. We don't know, but right, you know, but, he certainly comes across as that guy. Right, but be that as it may, and, like and we said before, the yeah. difference is, is that you know, I think people like, unfortunately, the legend of what people, the legend, the, yeah, because the legends are legend. important. Though we need legends because they become, they become ideals. They become uh, what is a what does that guy always call them? Um, the, not the ethos, um, uh, mythos. Um, no. Um, Avatar? Icon? Um, yeah, their they're type of story. They're, um, fa- not, um, not a fable. Um, ideas, like... I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What Tain and Abel is, the, uh, what they represent. Ah, damn it. Right? Yeah, I hate That's that. what you... This is, this is what happens when you get old. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, archetypes. Thank you. Thank you, Brain. They're archetypal stories. They're archetypal people. And what that means is, to me, primarily, is that they become pure representation. So they're, they're the, the pinnacle. We place, we, and this is partly projection of human beings onto them, but we project onto them the sort of uh, high concept version. Right, um, but, but it's of what they represent. It's supposed that's to what's be important. concepts. Yeah. We Unfortunately, need that. though, I don't feel like a lot of people do that. The right people don't do that. They they literally mm. look at the person and they go, "I need to emulate exactly what he is." That's it's exactly like why you said that all physicists always have like bad hair and <laughs> dress terribly, right? And you They're know why they do that. Emulating Albert Einstein, right? But they should yeah. be emulating his genius, not his look. I know. That's what's most important. Am I, I wrong? I mean, so yeah. So okay, look, everything's a mixed bag, right? Of course. So having We're archetypes, and <laughs> ideals. Um, is useful, incredibly important, but also because it's so incredibly powerful, it can also be used for bad, you know. And so, if you if you idea, you know, if you idolize the wrong guy or gal, you can go down a very dark path. 
as you know ask any of the nazis from the 1940s and 30s i'm sure you know i mean or anyone in russia well sure and i, I hate know. to say but bringing that around to like you know let's say blm or, or right any yeah of we those. gotta get back to that well yeah. no it's not necessarily getting around to it but i see, I see so you know my point is is that with them we don't have any archetypes anymore our archetypes all died you know, and, and you mean Martin for, Luther King and like the black community and, and like yeah, and um, Lewis um, um, what's his name? Why am I thinking? Why am I blinking? Malcolm X Malcolm are probably X. The, the the only two real. Um, I feel like the 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 leaders that transcended into archetypes, yes, right. That that are I, I don't want necessarily they, they to say positive, of, but they 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 what they, they embodied right. was a good roadmap, a good starting point, right, for us to get to. The, where we need to be. The problem is, is that we have no one since then. No, the, not even Barack Obama. And the and the sad thing is, is that because especially like given major uh, modern events since today, I, there was like what in this last week? I think they, I saw in the news they kept saying, "Oh, we lost two civil rights icons," and I'm like, I'm 24 years old and I've never heard of these two until just now, right. like literally just now. So. Just because they march with MLK doesn't make them a civil rights icon. Well, yeah. Because what do they do in all those intervening years you're, you're since really, then? You're really playing with the B and C team at this point, um, which is sad. You know, because what do you got? You got Jesse Jackson, Al Sharp. Get the hell out of there. Those guys are charlatans. Well, Elijah Cummings, John Lewis, all those people. Okay, so Elijah Cummings is in Congress. What the fuck is he doing? Excuse my French, but I mean, they, they talk about him like he's up there with MLK, and I'm like, no. And and what to, you know what that no. demonstrates to me though? It demonstrates to me a need. There's there's a genuine desire and a need. There's a void that needs to be filled by somebody. You know what I mean? Like there a real is, leader. But, you know, and there was the an opportunity that, from Barack Obama to do that, but he didn't take it. Well, right. But see, you know? here's, the, here's the problem that I'm, I'm seeing, though, within the black community. Because it seems to be that there's a problem. Because they just won't take anybody as a fucking leader, okay? They do, right. you, you have to prove yourself in some way. And it seems to me, unfortunately, that the only way you can prove yourself is however many records you have. Or how no. much money you got. No. Or whatever. Because right now... How many now, basketballs you could dunk. Well, fuck. Look at what leaders do we have. We're... Amul- we're our idols are sports athletes, musicians, and actors. And what have any of the three of those? And actors things? is probably your weakest of the three, as far I, as real, yeah, honestly, uh, really. Um, but even even so, let's take all three of them. I'll put them all in the same group. I don't even care. What do they do for black people? The blacks, the, the, the black race. What are they doing for us? Not much. You know, they have a they have a platform. They could. Expecting people who are in the entertainment business, which all three are technically in the entertainment business, to take up the mantle of being a genuine political leader is asking a lot. It's not impossible. It don't just no, don't dismiss somebody because they're a rapper to, to think that they don't have something of value to say in the political arena. But expecting that, that's rough. And at, you know, and and starting from there, and you know, where where would they go to make real substantive change? Because one of the problems is they're, you know, as an entertainer, they're selling entertainment product to a bunch of people who only want to be entertained. They're not, they're not looking for their rappers to tell them to, I don't know, get a job or stay home with your kid. You know, if you're right. a dude, to don't abandon your kids. That's not a message anyway. When you're, when you're looking for entertainment, you're looking for escapism. Sure. You're looking for things that make you feel good. Sure. You're not looking for someone to, to wag their finger at you like a father and tell you, hey, 
you know, stop. Well, no, <laughs> no, right, no, totally, you know? I totally understand that. But here's my problem, though, because this is what's going on right now: is that we have all of these entertainers with these messages. That's what our entertainers are idols quote-unquote are doing right now they're coming at us with these messages you need to be doing the fucker are you kidding me what have you been doing other than you showed up on a podcast this week to talk about some things okay like literally okay you guys are doing nothing but you're trying to tell me how i should be impacting the black community with your millions of dollars what are you doing oh we got will and jada every week with a round table talking about nothing hair that's what they're talking about, hair. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Here's the best thing. Recently, Will and Jada were talking about Jada getting falling into some relationship with some dude or something like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Weren't you two, the, like, not too long ago, boycotting the Askers because you guys were like, no. there's not enough black representation. If you, if you are Excuse hearing my me, voice right now, I have two bits, two things I want to say. And, and this, you know, as a pivot off of Jada and uh, Will Smith. One... If you don't live in California, never, ever move there. Because it will rot your brain and turn you into some sort of weirdo. You'll, be, you'll and, become a weird version of yourself. And, and their lifestyles that they think is so awesome there and their little bubble is very, very toxic and very, very unhealthy. Yeah, Do not, not get sucked into thing. that void, number one. Number two, if you are living there... Fucking get out of there as fast as you can, man, before you turn into one of those shitheads. Here's the That's thing. That's all I have to say. I'm not going to say that everybody in California is bad, but I will say that I feel like California and New York, especially those two states in particular, remind me of like really rich people in that they live in a bubble that the rest of us don't seem to live in. It's like they don't even, it's, I, it's weird. It's like they have a totally different version of reality. Than the rest of us have. Reminds me of the, of the queen <laughs> from Alice in Wonderland and and her her little palace and all that crazy shit that she was doing. It's like it's so bad shit and and backwards and toxic. It's it's like somebody living in a dumpster. They don't smell the garbage. They don't smell it. You talk to them, they think it's, they're living in a goddamn palace. They think that they're that the what they're doing is totally cool. It ain't. And it and the thing is, is the truth. The truth is like a mountain, man. It cannot be moved. No matter how much you scream at it, no matter how much you push, you know it will outlast you. But to and get the, a, you a know, little dig in, there's no such thing as truth, I guess, nowadays. It's my truth well, okay. their truth. But there anyway, is truth, despite what, what your freaking college professors are telling you. And uh, it will outlast them and you. Yeah. So if you want to play the game of bashing your head against the wall of an immovable object... Guess what's going to happen? You're just going to have a freaking headache. Okay, you're going to lose. So that's what's going on with people in those in that that state in particular. In this little bubble alternate universe that they live in, you know, the real universe is still out there. It's still interacting with them. And what happens is they're their souls. I I don't know how else to put it, but But they're deep down inside. They're just so ajar from reality. That it creeps into it creates all sorts of problems. That's why they have psychological problems. That's why they have to go see a psychiatrist all the time. That's why they they're miserable in their lives. But and you that's know why what's so scary drugs. is that it's those people generally crazy. Most of and I'm not saying that there aren't people who were born and raised in California or New York. Obviously, they are. Sure, of but a majority of their population generally comes from other states. Let's be for real, okay? Yep. So I don't understand. I should say I don't understand. 
I guess it, it maybe it depends on age. How do you get to a certain age and then move to those states and then that happens to you? It's like well, I get if you were born and raised there, but like you know, I don't know. It's like I said, I just it's that it's the <laughs> same. How do you become a Nazi? It's the same sort of thing. You you end up. You know, you just you show up for work one day. You're supposed to be a policeman. You're doing police work. You don't really believe in this Nazi thing, but they've taken over, and, and your life is not that impacted. It's a slow bleed, and then you know, yeah, but in rights start it's not getting eroded. Bleed. But then you know, you, all your buddies are along for the line, and you kind of go go with it. And, it. and the next thing you know, you're in Molly parties in California but that's what I'm doing, saying, though. doing drugs and getting butt fucked by your boyfriend sure but that's the thing though in California though it's not a slow bleed though it happens very fast because there are people who have moved there and like in less than a few years they are like wrecked you know what I mean so you're kind of like what what about that state I don't get it because I feel like it needs know. to be walled off and blown up I hate to say it because you know that the problem with that type of thinking is that it's cancerous. Yeah. So when those those idiots move to other states after they you know realize that their taxes are way too high and their their the property prices are outrageous and they can't afford it, they well, spread that they spread that kind of crap. Although you know they're spreading it to Austin right now, so you yeah. got sections of Texas that might turn blue. Because of this ridiculousness, Should they're, they're spreading turn, yeah. here to Arizona. Well, here, you know? here, okay. To, to uh, I'm not trying to piss off Democrats because there's nothing necessarily wrong with blue, but no, like we've been saying fine. before, I voted Democrat that, many times. Well, right, but what we're saying before is is that it seems like today in today's world there is no middle ground. It's the fringes that run everything. Everything's the, a click. Everything is, but it's not just the click. It's the 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 outliers on, of the each group, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. The people on the left, it's not just left that's running it. It's the far left that's running it. It's not just the right. It's the far right. It's so it's right, the, yeah. the right. You know what I mean? So it's the, the crazy fringes that are running everything. And we're, the vast majority of us, stuck in the middle oh, it's a weird, trying to survive. Whatever happened you know? to American individualism to the point of like, hey, we don't tolerate bullies. Like, there should be that attitude. And the people who are on the extreme, right or left, are basically fucking bullies. Oh, yeah, of okay? course. And you should have the attitude of like, no, I'm not going along with your bullshit. You're full of shit. I don't care if your bullshit is even right. You don't get to determine how I think. And you can't bully me into like right. falling in line with you. You don't get to determine. Like the bullies showed up on the left, which is a handful of people, and then they just pushed everyone around. They went, okay, fine. And they went with it. As opposed to fighting against these well, idiots. Here's the thing, though. This is the thing. I hate to say it, but this is what happened. The left didn't just become bullies overnight. The left became bullies because they were bullied by the right for so long. That's, you know how that goes. It's a pendulum. It's the pendulum oh, yeah. effect. So the, the, the ninth graders are now the 12th graders, and now they get to be the bulliers. Now the, the other side is owning the – you know what I mean? They have the power, so they're bullying everybody else. So and then once it flips – It'll yeah. be the opposite way. They used to punch me, so I'm going to punch not them, but the next group. Right. To get my revenge on the wrong people. You fucking moron. I hate to now, say this it. This whole thing is going to just continue. And what? you know what's going to happen? It's going to, and I already predict this, you know, because it's, I don't know, it's not hard to predict. You look at all of human history, this happens. When when safety gets becomes a major issue, people always will swing to the right. Well, sure. You know? Then that's why this is a big, 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 big problem if those cops, if any of those cops should just walk. I don't give a care how much time, even if they get 
even if they just get probation, you know what I mean? They have to, something has to happen. Because if nothing happens, we will have a round two. And it will be way worse than round one. And for all my brethren out there, guess who's going to suffer the brunt of this? Because I hate to say it, it doesn't matter if every single picture they show is of all white people running around tearing shit apart. We will be the ones that will get blamed for it, okay? And we will be the ones that suffer the fallout. So think about that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know... It's sad. It's sad because it's so obvious what needs to happen. Circle back to the middle. Stop acting crazy on all sides of this thing. Stop assuming that people that you disagree with are not only just wrong, but are like wrong to the point of being homicidal maniacs. Like you know, like I'm sorry, but if if you know, people who get abortions are not fucking murderers. Stop categorizing them and talking to them here's like the that. thing we, we've Be, forgotten you know? how to disagree just because you don't agree with somebody doesn't mean that they're the nth degree we have to learn right. we have to remember that oh, that's how you don't want to wear a mask well that means that you want to kill children You're like what are you talking about don't go there that's so ridiculous it's the nth degree but here you know mm. here's the thing we have to like if we don't understand if we don't remember how to conversate and how to work through problems with our words how to use our brains to work through problems we are never going to get anywhere that's how we've gotten to where we are right now that's tolerance as a species capital t tolerance you know what's funny tolerance has now become remember tolerance is a four-letter word now but but you remember remember politically correct used to be a bat remember when that went around right tolerance has now become the new political correct well, tolerance is Political it's doublespeak because tolerance tolerance means that you and I might disagree, but that means that you just go about your business and I go about mine, and that's where that ends. It doesn't you know doesn't end in us trying to kill each other. We you know we still disagree. We may not even like each other, yeah, but, but we don't. I don't interfere in your life to try to push my opinion on you. Sure, that's but, what tolerance is. Well, that's what tolerance is supposed that's to be. The problem is, is that it's been subverted. Well, it's, it's been double speak. Yeah. <laughs> now tolerance become, means uh, I tolerate everybody that agrees with me. No. And then you're an well, evil yes, person if you yes, don't. That's true. Yes. Tolerance tolerance means inclusivity, but really not really because it's only the people that agree well, with me. Well, it's only my inclusivity. Yeah. I get to determine who's inclusive. They, they, they basically turn the word into meaning it's opposite. <laughs> and that's that's double speak. That's exactly what 1984 That's why social justice against. should be like canceled as a fucking word yeah it's uh it means the opposite of what it is um feminism the same sort of thing the original original you know intent of that word was men and women treated equal under law well we've we've had that for ages so now it means hating men that's what the word is transformed into yeah you know, well, and what's, and what's, that, ha- what's not, what sucks is it, it then undermines the original intent, and so that original intent gets lost. So when someone says, I'm a feminist, you immediately go, oh, fuck, here we go. Well, it's not just the you original know? intent. I think what a lot of people seem to need to understand is that a lot of the battles that we think that we are still supposed to be fighting are already either won or over. Feminism is done. I'm sorry, but there is no patriarchy okay there is no nobody's holding anybody down anymore okay so stop with that bullshit okay if anything is happening it's on an individual basis okay so you go after the individual you don't go after the entire group we don't hate on all men we hate on bad men there's a difference you can hate bad men and not hate men 
Okay. Right. You can hate bad black people, not hate black people. It's not that hard. Okay. It's not binary. Well, what it is is the the lost concept of you are defined by what you do, not what you are. And that's that's the truth that nobody wants to embrace right. because that means that they're responsible for who they are. Instead, I, it's much easier to blame society for who I or what I am or allowing other people to define me. Yeah. I'm no, a black I, I, lesbian woman. It's like, no. No. You're none of those things. You're, you are you're, what you you're choose Trisha, to do. Or you're Katie or you're, you know, you know, whoever it is. What do you do? Are you the person that helps other people? Or are you the person that goes online and rage rage quits life and, and, and complains? What's well, not yeah, just that. Do you elevate other people or do you pull them down to your lower level? What kind of life do you live? Those are your choices that you make. That's what defines you, not the color of your skin. Well, and then we also need to, once, uh, once again, we need to be treating people on that definition instead of looking at people like that we need to i've that's how i treat everybody if i don't like you it has nothing to do with your gender or your color it has to do with something you either said or did that pissed that's, me off and that's how to, you should be treating everyone it's a thing that's a, always that's, that's the lie that's the lie that's the lie that they tell them that they say out loud when you confront them with this concept of you define yourself, they say, well, what? no, because other people treat me a certain way. It's like, it doesn't matter how other people treat right. you. Exactly. That doesn't define who you are. It does only if you choose to allow it to. Right. It's still your choice. You don't get to subvert your own responsibility for your choices. Right. And that's, exactly. that's that immovable truth that follows you around everywhere that you can't beat. Right. You might as well get on board because if you keep bashing your head against the wall, eventually your head will crack and game over. You don't get to win that war. It's not winnable. It's simply not winnable. You're lying to yourself because you don't want to take responsibility for who you are. The, the fact that life is hard and harder for some people than others is just the way it's always been. That is nothing, that's no excuse that doesn't provide any kind of usable input to determine the way you should approach the problem. You always should approach the problem exactly how I just described. There's no other way that allows you to become better tomorrow than you are today. You have to embrace the, and own your own identity and then has to be therefore defined by what you do, not who you are. Right. Period. Any other choice doesn't get you there. All that it, it boils down to what we talked about before. It's either you're at the you're you're at the lower level. What do I do? Do I either try to raise myself up, or do I try to pull other people down? Choose one. I can tell you what strategy is going to work, and it's going to make your life better. It ain't going to be pulling other people down. <laughs> yeah, you know that's the that's the socialist communist way of thinking. Well, pulling other people down doesn't raise yourself up. That's exactly. what people exactly. need to understand. That doesn't, like, somehow, if, if, if I'm down here and I pull you to be down here with me, that doesn't somehow make me, you know, I'm doesn't not up here your life. That doesn't improve. It doesn't help anything, okay? And so, we, we, I don't know so if I've said ridiculous. this before, but like, that's why you need to, people always need to stop comparing their lives and their goals to other people. Right. You know what I mean? Compared to who you are now. Make exactly. your own life better. And whether your station sucks or not, it doesn't matter. That strategy is the only strategy that matters. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you, you should just ignore all of those other factors. It doesn't mean that you might say, hey, look, I can see that there's problems in the world for this group or that group, and I want to go make the world a better place 
for those people. You can still do that while still defining your identity based on what you do and not what you are. Well, of course. You can do two things at once. It's possible. Also, importantly, people have to understand that you should only do what is within your wheelhouse to do. Understand that you as a person cannot solve the problem of racism or like, you know, environmental problems by yourself overnight. It's not going to happen. Okay. Well, that's, that's that Google jump to the end. Uh, mentality all over again. So right. I'm going to skip every step in between. I just want to win the marathon. Well, it's, not even, it's not even that. It's just running. understand, though, that you can't do it. You know, but a, a person can run a marathon and win it. One person can win a marathon. Not one person can win racism. One person can't win terrorism. Okay. It just doesn't happen. Right. All right. So people have got to get around that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do anything. If you feel like you need to make a difference in this world, by all means, go ahead, okay? But understand that there's only so much you can do. And only do what you can do. You know what well, I mean? You can infer In a people's. good way. Yeah, you can genuinely infer and determine with fairly high accuracy the actual motivations of people based on what it is that they're doing. Not by what they're saying, but what they're doing. So, you know... <laughs> Marching for cancer. Let's just pick something less less uh, um, on extremes it's than racism, <laughs> right? Marching right. for cancer. All right. So, does marching cure cancer? No. Absolutely not. Okay. Does it make you feel better? Sure. Exactly. <laughs> And so that's fine. what do you think the, that's people, fine. the vast majority of people who march for cancer? Why do you think they're really there? To make themselves feel better. Make themselves and that's feel fine. Better. My problem is, is that then don't go around and act like you actually did something to stop cancer. Does going into a neighborhood and setting businesses on fire and stealing televisions do anything for race relations? No. Ugh. So what do you think those people's real motivations are? Well, to steal televisions here, and to burn buildings but down. But you know what? Here's here, Okay, so here's another point that I, I, I could make, too, on the opposite side. So there was a guy, and, and forgive me, I should probably look it up because I don't like just referencing people without um, Looking at their name. information, mm-hmm. right? Um, but um, uh, there was a guy who did this march, and I can't remember... Um, let me see. I really need to find it. One thousand. It was like one thousand mile march, right? Okay. Um, some black dude. I was telling you about this. He had like a cane and, oh, and yeah. he marched from. It was Forest Alabama. Uh, yeah. It was from Alabama, mm-hmm. and he wa- uh, He marched one thousand miles to walk to George Floyd's memorial in Minneapolis. So he marched from. He, he walked from Alabama to Minneapolis. All right. right? And he's got a cane, mm-hmm. and that's great. I love it. But what does that do? Nothing. What did that do? Did nothing. Did his march like somehow erase racism say, or like right, right, the systematic right. racism and I should say he, but like and, you know criminal justice even, like real. even uh, idiots like uh, Colin Kaepernick would say that they're drawing attention to the issue. That's what. But the reality is, especially in Colin Kaepernick's case, that um, look, <laughs> this issue, Floyd, there's a ton of attention on that issue. Okay, so you walking like that has nothing to do with drawing attention to that issue. Let's be honest. The attention has been drawn. You're doing that to draw attention to yourself. And it's, you know what, if you want to do that, fine. All I'm saying is own it. Well, it's not even you know, that. Don't try Use to pretend you're a it, warrior for though. anything. My thing is, is that this guy did all of this and it drew attention to him, right? Which drew attention to his cause. And the reason why he was walking, that's fine. But use it. Don't just sit there. You know what I mean? Because I hate to say it, but your walk literally did nothing. 
It li- I know it was a long walk from Alabama to Minneapolis. That's a long fucking walk with a guy with a cane. Yeah, fuck yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm right. sorry. I know he's got he's better than me, I guess. But I think the reason the, the thing that I have a problem with is that okay, so you walk there and then he got there and people are like, yay, and you're like, okay, so what does that do exactly? You know, nothing. You know, this, this all sounds of really. Guess cynical. what? George Floyd's still dead. Those cops are still around. I know. Nothing so. is still happening. Okay. I know, and then we sound super cynical by trying to tear down people who think they're doing something. Um, they're not. And Facebook warriors and Twitter warriors are doing dick as well. Uh, why don't you help organize groups that actually can impact the policies? That That is moving the ball forward. Here's an idea. Why don't you, you can do that by talk to them? getting out the vote in areas. Where you know, and finding and or becoming here's an idea become the candidate that people can vote for to bring about that change. That's moving the ball forward. Well, I feel like now, you know, what, ironically, here we you and I are just sitting here talking about it, but I'll tell you right now to our listeners, I'm not even pretending at any, at any moment that I'm doing anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we're just talking about it. And we're not going to impact any change by talking about it. Well, I, I, you know? I actually am hoping that enough people listen and maybe they will change their minds. Change doesn't necessarily have to be on a monumental scale. It doesn't necessarily need to be dismantling the entirety of the criminal justice system. Sometimes change just happens with one person. And, and I'm okay right. with that at this present moment. But um, I guess my, I don't know. I don't know. It's too much. It's a lot going on right yeah, now. Yeah, we so. have to edit this out. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, yeah. It, I, I, when it comes to this guy, like I said, I don't, I don't have problems with people using platforms to, to draw attention to their messages. I just wish that they were doing more than just that. You know what I mean? Right. There's so much that a person can do. And I get it. I feel the same way a lot of people do. I feel like sometimes you feel like you're there's something you can do. Like it's overwhelming. Like the fight that you're attempting to try to take on is unwinnable. You know, so oh, why sure. even bother? But people have to really understand that you can impact so much yourself. Sm- like small steps. You don't understand what where that goes. You never. You will never be able to figure out well, how your life impacts other people throughout time. The, you will never know that. Right. So when you're confront- confronted with complex things that you don't understand or you feel like if you try to understand that you'll have a high chance of failing, for example, then this is where having basic core values, as they say, really comes in handy because that's the answer you know, ultimately you know things are so complicated you, you me nobody really understands it all no one can hold it all in our brain at once and look at it and say yeah we get it we know exactly what to do right. uh, we'd all be like gods if we could figure that we out we can never see the whole gods. picture we can't see right. it's impossible so we're human so in in physics we have this concept called local uh, uh localized localization right. the idea is that Wherever something exists in the universe, it can really only impact the things around it. And so um, if I move or I change, then the things around me might move and change in response. And therefore, the things around them might move and change in response. And so change kind of spreads through time. Right, the ripple effect. It's a rippling effect. It's not me moving here and then something across the universe changes. Now, you know, 
I, let's not get into the physics because that gets complicated. But <laughs> the, <laughs> there's lots of nuances with that. Well, but right. but I mean, the that's idea, a simple concept that everybody the, can understand. The idea of that is then when you apply it to your life, it's like, I don't, I, it's so complicated. I don't know if what I'm doing now is impacting people in the future, yeah, across the way, across the country. Just focus on yourself. Just focus on your core values. Make decisions based on what you think based on those values you should do and let that effect ripple because there's nothing else that you can control or even understand. So just focus on that. If you focus on yourself and you live through truth, real truth, not my truth, but the actual truth, and you do good, that will ripple outwards You in ways like you said that you will never know. Right. You just don't know how it's going to impact, and it's not knowable. Don't feel bad for not knowing it, because nobody does. Well, that's the wisest, you know? I mean, what was that? I saw a meme, and that was the, like the wisest meme, is the man that plants the trees knowing he will never see them grow. Right. Fully grow. Like, he will never see their end result. He will never see them fully grown trees, because it takes more time than he will he has on this earth but he plants them anyway because the end result is more important than him not planting them and seeing them and all of that right um that's what everybody needs to understand is that your impact in this world even if you can't see it is more important than what you may think it is Mm -hmm. just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not important and it shouldn't be done our job is not to get to the finish line in our life our well, job is there is no finish line. Well, exactly. It's an endless, infinite game. But our job is just to move the ball a little bit further along right. the path. We don't know where that path leads exactly. We don't. We just know what our. We just as long as we live by the right kinds of values, very basic core values that right. anyone can understand. So you don't have to be religious for this. Or you know, and most religions kind of have the same basic values too, right. other than the fringe crazy ones or kill cults or whatever. Right. Well, I mean, there's an intrinsic um, right and wrong that people feel that you can't explain. You just know it. You right. know when something's right and wrong. You just know. Right, and and there's a part of every person that desperately wants to live wrong, and would love to be like a god and go around and torture and kill and maim for fun, and that's that's it's always present and it and it peaks out. Typically not in such extreme ways, but it will peak out when you're passive-aggressive. It'll peak out when you shake your fist on when you're driving at somebody who cut you off. You know, all these little, little moments where little of that leaks out. And then something happens and there's a riot in your town and a whole bunch of people run at the riot so they can join in the fun. Where do you think that comes from? It comes from that part that well, everybody has inside of their... Yeah, that their, shadow. Their, yeah, that shadow. So... You know, the right way to live is to recognize that. Recognize that you're capable of all that bad stuff. Well, people um, have to understand don't it's subdue hard it. living a good life. Being oh, a yeah, of course. Person. It is hard. It is so easy to be a bad person. Or to, just to be so a worthless easy. bum that hangs well, out in your mom's basement. Just not do anything, right. Yeah. Just, just not do anything. Or some you know, worthless bad? schmuck who like doesn't take care of his children and makes little figurines all day long or something well, like that. Well, to either be bad or to be... Um, yeah, and then, you know, also somehow brainwashing his wife into feeling somehow she needs to do more. But that's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, like anyway. An evil uh, Jerry. Uh, yeah, no, just, <laughs> what's that? Like an evil Jerry. Jerry with more motivation to <laughs> impact the world around him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, um, God. What is it we were just talking about? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> we'll have people, to cut that out. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'll get I know, but it, that. well, right. No, I'm just I'm trying to think of what was it we were just talking about. People in there. Oh, 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 right. No, that's, I got that's it my now. shadow, baby. Right. No, I, what I'm saying <laughs> is just it, it's hard. It's like you're. I feel like your root, your true test in life is trying to live the best life your best life your best self mm-hmm. be your best self trying to find the best path that's the hardest thing to do because it's so easy to be that bad person that evil person right. it is a lot harder to do the right thing and people i i feel like they gotta stop they have to follow it's like working out i hate to say it, but it's, yeah, it reminds it's working me of working out, out. It's right. maintenance, and it yes. requires consistent, persistent effort because you're going to constantly. And it's not fun, up. and no. it's boring, and it's you know what I mean, and yep. it's not exciting. But it needs to be done. Why? Because it's not just about you. I, I know it is, but it isn't. You know, right. I know every person looks at themselves, and and because the way that we are set up as humans, as species, the way our brains are and our you know whole bodies are set up, is that we kind of have to mostly care about ourselves, right? But sure. Um, There's nothing wrong with yourself being your main concern. Well, sure, but at some point, especially when you you take on certain responsibilities, you're just supposed to be able to see further than yourself. Well, you know, and and I, I feel like that okay. not enough people do that. To to construct a society that functions, a society needs to have some sort of ideal that exists above um, above society, above individual people. Sorry, if you want to pause it, I need to go back. Oh, okay. Unless you want to cut it. If I hit 